town you never heard of. Hey everybody, welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. Welcome back to the Common Folk Podcast. Yeah. Hi guys, how's it going? Excellent. You can actually feel the weather churn here. Oh, you know, there's a crispness sure, to the air. It was so beautiful yesterday and today. Yeah. yeah. And then it's going to get blazing hot again. Uh, yeah. yeah this weekend. Teed up for the weekend. Yeah. Like 90, 100 here. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of August and it's things are definitely turning. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as like you're feeling those different temps, you're feeling yep. the north wind came in yesterday. <laughs> it has a bite to it. Yeah. There was a good breeze. It cooled everything off. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot. Of, it's... Yep. It's going down that road already. Yep, and uh, <laughs> got my first uh, football broadcast this weekend. So, oh, yeah. who's playing? Uh, Class B. Okay. Uh, Beatrice taking on Elkhorn North, that new school mm. uh, oh, on the north side yeah. of Elkhorn. Uh, now, this is actually the third year of being around, but this will be their first year with seniors. Because hmm. you know, when they start these new schools, oh. a lot of times they allow the seniors to stay in their established district, you know, yeah. with their school that they've yeah. been with for three or four years. Um, but this will be the first year that this new school will actually have a senior class that has been playing or been part of the program for three years. It seems yeah. early to have a team already ready. They must have really been practicing uh, for a while. It is considered week zero, but that's kind of mumbo jumbo to me. It's like, no, it's week one. Yeah. It's, it's the first week of football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, Why it's, do you give them a week zero? Like it's a bye week? Like that's a weird call. Uh, but well, we had um, essentially the first day of football yesterday yeah mm-hmm. but that's just like practice i mean these guys are ready to like throw down yeah but, they, but game. They, they'll start playing in what a couple of weeks yeah mm-hmm. yeah I and mean, that's junior yeah. junior high kids so yeah. they had all their equipment issued yeah their lockers yeah. all the things now it's time to roll and they've been doing the seven on seven you know the passing camps and all that mm-hmm. stuff all summer so they're they're, they're ready they're ready yeah. they're ready to go huh. it should be a lot of fun mm-hmm. well you guys ready for this one today Speaking of ready to go, what are we talking about? Well, we uh, have been chatting about a couple of random topics that are going around and something that's about to hit here in a little under a month uh, here in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And it it, uh, it it plays all across the country because it, it's actually happening in a lot of different states. Yes, it is. And it has to do with uh, concealed carry, weapon concealed carry. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, for folks around here, what we've all understood is if you want to conceal and carry a firearm, you have to go through a class, you know, it takes a day or two, however that's set up, you got to go to the state patrol office, mm-hmm. put in your application, pay your money. Give them your fingerprints. Yeah, I got fingerprints. Yeah. Yep. Get your mug shot, my picture. Mm-hmm. So bad. Anyway, side note, I should totally pull that out. You have to you have to pay for the class. You yeah. have all these things that go into it. It costs you a few hundred bucks. Yes, it does. To be able to carry a gun around. Mm-hmm. Um, and that recently got changed. To um, what? And, and Andy, I'll let Andy speak on it because he kind of brought it to our attention. This happened back in April-ish and is supposed to be finalized mm-hmm. here in about a month or so. Yeah. So I remember hearing about it, and I, rem- I and I have my thoughts. We'll talk about that, but you brought it up and yeah. and uh, and reminded us, yeah. hey, this is coming. So, so and and 
I've taken a, a CCW class, a carry concealed weapon uh, class, and so has my wife, Ashley. She mm-hmm. has as well. She actually took it about a year before I did. Okay. Uh, and what's interesting about Nebraska is technically on the books, we've always had open carry. Mm-hmm. So you could always just have your handgun, shotgun, whatever over your shoulder in plain sight anywhere, mm-hmm. basically. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't have rules or, you know, state grounds, things like that. Um so, but to have a carry conceal, to conceal it, you did have to take a class, um, and it had to be approved class. So, and there's various ways to do it. A lot of times, it's state patrolmen that have the week off or whatever. They're usually the mm-hmm. instructors. And Ben, yeah, usually the class costs around 100, 150 bucks, mm-hmm. and then you got to do a few other uh, steps, follow up with that. And typically, I think it's an eight-hour class. So yeah. that's also um, that's up to the instructor. Do you do it all in one day? Is it a full long day event, or do you break it up into two four-hour classes? You mm-hmm. know, there's different ways to go about it. Um, but then LB seventy-seven um, was proposed by Senator Tom Brewer, and that's to allow people to carry conceal without taking this class and still. Um, be legal. You know, you right now, if uh, you you get caught concealing a weapon, a nine millimeter, forty five, you could get in big trouble. Um, and and with this new bill that our new governor Jim Pillen he signed it in back on April nineteenth, and it will take effect. Like uh, Ben was saying, I think what mid September. Like yeah. it for sure passed. Right. Oh yeah, it mm-hmm. passed. It mm-hmm. passed. And and laws like this, as Ben alluded to, are passing across the nation because I think for a big reason, people are scared and people want to be able to protect themselves. Okay. So as of right now, um, you know, with just a quick Google Google search. <clears throat> there's 27 states that have passed this, uh, and they just they call it a, a permitless carry. Mm-hmm. So that means you don't have to go through class. You don't have to you don't have to have a permit on your person to be able to do this. Um, a lot of people are calling it constitutional carry, but I don't think that's actually the correct use of the term. Um, let me see here. I'm just reading on this. Okay, but let me get this straight. So you're saying people can now carry a weapon mm-hmm. without it being like registered or just it's just well, literally they didn't take the class to properly get the permit yeah, to carry not, it. Right. It doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with the weapon itself mm-hmm. as far as like that being legal, you know, registered whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. It has to do with the fact that you can have a gun and you can hide it. So there's so on your person. Yeah, people have to understand there's two different things. Yeah, that's what I'm getting confused open, with hiding it and Yeah. What? So you have you have open and you have concealed. So open would be, you know, you think about the old west. Like right. a, a guy's got a gun on his hip. I'd rather and, see it on someone's hip. Well, I don't want it concealed. A lot of people wouldn't, but Okay. Well, I want to know that you got it. Yeah. So what are you carrying, bro? <laughs> so you've got what's in your pocket? You've yeah. got open right. carry, which we're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. That's a that's why, well. Why don't you do that much? Because there's a lot of implications there. It makes okay. it makes people really uncomfortable. That um, makes me comfortable, but okay. Yeah, but I mean, if you were if you were sitting there, like let's say you're in a restaurant. And I went you, into High V the other day, and a dude had one on his hip. I was like, okay, that's great. Okay, well, I guess maybe not you, but. A lot yeah, of people, you know, you see you see some dude come walking in, mm-hmm. and he's got a big old gun it on his hip. It makes me feel safer or something. I Most know. people, <laughs> because of, you know, what's gone on with movies and yeah. whatever else, yep, it, yep. they're scared of it. They're just they're it makes them uncomfortable, and it makes it makes the situation strange. And yeah, it does put pressure on you as well. 
if you're going to open carry. Mm-hmm. You, like you, know, you and, are and the, the it protector yeah, if it, someone's coming in here. Something does go down and, and uh, then people are looking at you and it's like, whoa, 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 I'm not a police officer. I'm Just because I'm open carry doesn't mean I need to run to the front lines. And I was taught in my class, I don't know about your guys, your number one priority should be to survive the situation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's not running to the front and letting mm-hmm. lead fly. You yeah. know, in fact, that's usually the opposite of what you mm-hmm. probably should be doing. Um, so, yeah, it just puts pressure on, on you if you want to open carry. And uh, it does make people feel uncomfortable. And, and I get that. Um, okay. When I worked in Omaha for my day job and I'd have to go all over town, I I carry concealed. And I had like a, a it was an Under Armour type shirt. And it was really tight. And the holsters were on my sides. So I always had one right here, like under my, you know, on down my, yeah, yeah, under my armpit, along my rib cage, and it would button shut. But and it was under, it was an undershirt, you know. Mm-hmm. So I had my mm-hmm. nice suit and tie on, but under that. But you could get I, to it that quick if you needed to. Um, well, I, I guess it wasn't about getting to it real quick, um, but I, I, I practiced with it, and I could get to it pretty quick. You, okay. you at least I, had it. Yeah, um, and I at least had it, so I could undo basically two buttons and then. I had it just right there, ready okay. to go. Mm-hmm. And then on on days where I would be going to sketchy places, I'd actually put a, an extra clip <laughs> mm-hmm. on the left holster. Mm-hmm. So uh, huh. I was I was strapped up, and it wasn't because I was scared. It, was, it just goes back to the old adage: I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's how I looked at it. Yeah. Okay. So then this bill that they passed has nothing to do with open. This is. No, so back okay. back to yeah. the the rules and the law. So people can walk around all day right now, every day, with a gun on their hip if but they want to. But just in certain states. Well, or in, is it yeah, everywhere? Yeah, okay. certain states have their own rules. Yes. But in Nebraska, you can do that. But they also put in, if I understand correctly, a little bit of a of a disclaimer in there that local jurisdictions can make rules around that if they want to. Cities, um, private entities, buildings, which they already do anyhow. Oh, like so if a building says you can't carry, mm-hmm. then you better go put it back in your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though the state says you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotcha. Right. Okay. So they allow that. So, so that's been going on for a long time. And then the difference is you have, if you want to carry a weapon, a gun, and you want it hidden, you don't want anybody to know you have it. That the rules around that have been you can do that as long as you have a permit. Mm-hmm. And to get the permit, you got to go through the class, you got to, you know, pay your money, you have to do your th- these things. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and that's what's that's what goes on in a lot of states. Mm-hmm. So, again, back to this new uh, permitless carry, as I said, what did I say, like 27 states, somewhere in that range, mm-hmm. have passed this, and there's kind of a movement all across the country for a lot of them to come in and say, hey, look, mm-hmm. c- carry a concealed weapon. It doesn't matter. Like, it's you're, you're allowed to. That's your yeah. That's your constitutional right. That's why they say constitutional carry, whatever. Yeah. I don't know that the Constitution actually addresses the fact that you can carry it around hidden, but right. really, whatever. what's the yeah. difference? I mean, you're, yeah, you're really splitting hairs on the verbiage there. Right, mm-hmm. right. A long time ago. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So Nebraska made that move. Got it passed, 
and everything's supposed to go into effect here in about a month, mid, mm-hmm. mid-September-ish. So yep. then there really is no point to even having those classes then anymore? So that's a, that's another question. Oh, do you, do you okay. have anything to add to that? Well, uh, my question would be, and I'm just kind of going through uh, one of the first uh, articles that came out, and I think we really need to get into it. Um, but like when I would go on a business trip to Chicago, um, they basically told me, don't even attempt to mm-hmm. bring your weapon. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you're traveling. Yeah. Well, I mean, because um, they don't, the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois, they are very strict. They're one of the strictest mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. United States. Um, so now I'm, I'm curious because after I took that class, I actually got a handout like, all right, Texas is cool with you. Pennsylvania is cool with you. You know, the your Nebraska mm-hmm. carry permit was honored in X amount of states, but it still wasn't in Illinois. Now that I don't need to have that, does Texas and a few other states recognize that I can carry concealed? Like, does it hold any weight? Oh, you know, that's, yeah. that's one of the questions I kind of have there that I think there's still a little bit of gray area because how can they approve something if it's not there? <laughs> you so know what the, I mean? The truth is, is that it's, it's really everything that I've read and what I've done research on is that it's actually not gray at all. Okay. Each, each one of these states has their own specific rule law. Mm-hmm. Um, the con- the concealed carry permit, and you could look all this up. I, I won't be able to quote exactly where it goes, but when Nebraska had a concealed carry permit and required a concealed carry permit, yeah, yep, for some reason there was some kind of deal with a bunch of other states mm-hmm. that said we will recognize your training exactly and your permit. Yeah, yep. like Andy said, I remember that at the class too. Yep. So you could bring that individual who took your class and is certified in Nebraska and has a permit can take it to XYZ state, but these other states, they can't take it to. It's not recognized. Mm -hmm. So now they're illegally carrying a weapon in that state. Right. So it is up to the individual to look that up and find that information and figure out where can you and can you not take Mm -hmm. your weapon based on whatever current certification you have. Now, that being said, the permitless carry... As we said, 27 states at, at this partic- particular point have approved it. Mm-hmm. So that means that you can carry a gun in those 27 states those concealed okay. without worrying about it. Yeah. Oh, but the other ones you... The other ones you cannot. And that's what I imagine. It pretty much stay the same. Like if they recognized it beforehand, they're going to recognize it now. Like uh, Kansas is going to honor Nebraska's gun laws. Nebraska is going to honor Kansas's gun laws. So I think what most people who are in the community are hoping is that this permitless carry movement mm-hmm. makes its way across the majority of the country. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to worry about where do I have a permit? Where do I not have a permit? Yeah. Where am I allowed to? Where am I not allowed to? Yeah. They want it to just be open, like it, that anybody can do it wherever they want. Yeah. That's that's what most of the people in the community are thinking. Yeah. They're trying to put pressure on the feds to go ahead and make a sweeping rule like, yes, we acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny, like, I, th- I think kind of how a lot of this originated, and it does this with a lot of different laws, regulations, the government, like, this isn't our bitch. This is this mm-hmm. this is on the states. This mm-hmm. is why we passed all these things so you guys could control mm-hmm. yourselves. Well, now, <laughs> you know, I don't know if they like the way that the tide has churned as mm-hmm. far as <laughs> this yeah. one has gone, yeah. you know, because the states are like, all right, fine. We're tired of crime. We're tired of good people getting mugged. We're going to go ahead and let them protect themselves now. Yeah. So I've got a buddy that we've talked a lot about this exact 
topic. Mm-hmm. And he does a lot of research and spends enough time in mm-hmm. Minnesota that he feels like he needs to figure mm-hmm. out how that works. So our current um, permits and and permit lists mm-hmm. doesn't let you carry in Minnesota. No way. So nope. now his plan is I'm going to travel to Minnesota. I'm going to find a class, take a class there, become certified in their state. Mm-hmm. Their state has connections with a bunch of other states that Nebraska doesn't. And it gives me the ability to carry in all mm. these other states as well. Okay. So essentially, like, I'm going to run all over the country and just take everybody's classes, and then I can carry wherever I want. I mean, that makes sense, but that's so stupid. Like, why the freak do you have to it's do that? It's dumb that you have to do that, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, we we used to go fishing in Canada a lot, and uh, we were always told, like, well, if you want to come back and you want to go bear hunting or you want to do this or that— um, or just have a handgun on you, like while you're out in your cabin for a week or mm-hmm. two. Um, it's just easier to just buy the firearm in Canada and mm. ha- and just have it live up there and oh. be waiting for you when you get there. Or but, then bring it. But I, I think it it used to be pretty relaxed, especially for like deer hunters and bear hunters. That's a huge part of their, um, you know, economic, sure. you know, tourism part is fishing and and hunting. Yeah. So I, I do think that it used to be a lot easier than what maybe it. It's turned into the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But speaking about fishing and hunting, do you have to do that with hunting? Like if I wanted to go hunt in Colorado, I have to be permitted there? I mean, no, this is different. So, but no. no. So, yeah. So, hunt, hunting is different. Okay. And, and transporting guns is... that aren't concealed is okay. also different. So, you know, if you, if it, like, say you have a hunting rifle and you bought a permit in mm-hmm. Colorado or whatever. But you just could buy a permit. You don't have to like take a class in Colorado well, to like, be certified in. You, you know, no, oh, no, because okay. you're talking. There's a difference between handguns and concealing yeah. handguns, okay. and then hunting, hunting. rifles. Yeah, okay. a big old deer rifle okay. or a shotgun, twelve gauge. Yeah, whatever. obviously that's not going to be concealed, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they get considered different. So yeah. there's there's certain rules on how to transport those and not have them loaded, and mm-hmm. you know all that kind of stuff. Okay, and some states do. Okay, you're not 21. You do have to take a hunter safety course or something like that. Right, and yeah. that's a little bit more relaxed. Where if you have a Nebraska hunter safety. Iowa and everybody else is usually going to recognize that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take a hunter safety course, mm-hmm. which is basically the exact same materials and handouts, you know, yeah. uh, okay. across the state. Sorry not to go that way. So but yeah. with, with the concealed carry deal, um, I think what we should dig into is like one of the big uh, oppositions to this permitless carry mm-hmm. is a lot of people are saying, well, now we're going to have a bunch of untrained people out in the wild carrying guns. They haven't been through any classes. Mm-hmm. They don't know what the heck's going on. Anybody can go buy a gun and they can right. put it in their pocket and, you know, run around and cause mm-hmm. all this trouble and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's doomsday. It, let's talk about the class itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many have you been through? Concealed uh, carry. Concealed carry. I just took the one. So we... Been through Took two. the original. We we took one originally, mm-hmm. and let our permit lapse. Oh no! <laughs> On accident. I, yeah. yeah, I never even actually went and got it. He got it, had it, and then it lapsed. So then you had to take a second one. You have to redo mm-hmm. everything. Yes. Yep. Dumb. So we've taken a couple of them. So between the three of us sitting here, we've been through three different classes. Mm-hmm. 
tell me as a outdoorsman, as a gun owner, as growing up around all that, what did you think about the class? Simple. That, uh, that's a one word. It's simple. Mm-hmm. You know, and but that wasn't the first time that I've fired a handgun. Mm-hmm. It's not the first time that I've been out to the range. Uh, and one thing that my instructor kept saying, and I agreed with him wholeheartedly, and I probably need to do more of it, he said, don't let this be the end of your training. This yes. should be the start mm-hmm. of your training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more comfortable you can be with your handgun, uh, the better for everybody, right? Uh, and I yeah, I agree with that. Um, and to, I guess to push back on those people uh, that are afraid of doomsday scenario where now we're going to have a bunch of untrained people, I think it's going to inspire more people to get trained. They don't have to jump through a bunch of government hoops. Um, mm-hmm. That's okay. tinfoil hat people. You know, now I don't have to go in and give them my thumbprints, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, Ben, I was talking to you before we got on here. It, it sends me down this weird rabbit hole where it's like, well, who who's telling me how I can protect myself or my family to begin with anyway? If if I want to go see Mount Rushmore, you know, family vacation, and I want to have a handgun on my side because crazy stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I just mm-hmm. I'd rather have it not need it, you know, than mm-hmm. the other way around. Who, who who should be able to tell me that I can't protect my family in that manner? Yeah. You know, when, I mean, uh, Babylon B, you, you know, those mm-hmm. guys, are, mm-hmm. they're, they're fantastic. The way that they can take a heavy topic and infuse it with humor and lighten it up a little bit. And they're talking to, the, they're doing this cutaway interview of this guy that's up for like 24 different murders that he's usually doing using a handgun. He's like, yeah, these new handgun laws, I just don't know if they work for me. I mean, it's just, it's <laughs> going to be a lot to, you know, because yeah. I guess I'll recognize him, but I don't know. It's not what right. I want to think. Yeah. So the you point know? is that criminals aren't following them anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, <clears throat> excuse me, to what you were talking about with the class, you know, you said simple. Mm-hmm. It is extremely entry level. And the instructor, rightfully so, says, this is just the beginning. You mm-hmm. need after you do this, you need to go on and you need to, you know, seek out more training. Right. And the instructor is 100% correct. Yeah, I agree. How many people do that? I would say very few. Yeah. That that run through that class are are going okay. and taking additional training yeah. and figuring out how to really man that weapon. The what what I saw in the classes that we went through um, and in particular the first one that we went through there was a lot of first timers, right. which is cool. I'm yep, down yep. with it. Bring them in. Bring everybody in. Let's have everybody learn this. Mm-hmm. And there is a shooting component to that class. Mm-hmm. So you go through the classroom, which I think is the most beneficial, first of all, the classroom part, because mm-hmm. these guys talk about a lot of the laws right? and a lot of things that people may not have realized. Mm-hmm. When to think about having your weapon, when, when, where can you bring it? Where can you not bring it? To me, that's the most beneficial part of that class. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get into the shooting. And I can't tell you how uncomfortable the shooting experience was with half of the people in that class. And it was of, like a 30-person yeah. class. A bunch yeah. of rookies. I yeah. mean, guns getting waved all over the place. Yep. yep, you're getting swept across, you know, barrel doing this number, going... Right, yeah. getting flagged, bag bad yeah. trigger discipline, yeah. having one in the chamber when you shouldn't, like all the things mm-hmm. that go along with that. Mm-hmm. And that is why those additional classes are so critical. Yeah. Or at a minimum, find a buddy who knows this stuff mm-hmm. 
and go spend time with them. Yeah. You know, walk through it with them. That's really the most important stuff. So to me, the the class itself, the 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 permit that you get mm-hmm. has very little value. The value to me that it brings is that you get exposed to some of the law mm-hmm. and that's about it. And you pay them 150 bucks. Right. And you get the permit. Yeah. And then yeah. you get a permit. And now you're and it and it almost gives you like a um um I don't know what's the word like a like now I have this a false sense of security yeah what? false <laughs> sense of security a false sense of authority like yeah. oh look at like look at this card I have I'm I can, so cool I can carry a gun around anywhere yeah. I want you know like yeah. without really taking the actual responsibility of what you're doing mm-hmm. and when it comes down to it it's like so many other things that we talk about. It isn't about some class. It isn't about the rule that the government places on you. It isn't about any of that bullshit. It's about you taking responsibility there you go. for what you are going to do, for the actions you're going to yep. take. And that, that right there, that's an underlining thing that I love about this LB77 in Nebraska. It's actually giving responsibility back to the people, which it never should have been taken away mm-hmm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. That That was part of my... Well, who are you, Mr. Governor, or this or that, to tell me I can't protect myself? When you're surrounded with people with handguns, you right. might have one on you. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, it's such a contradiction what a lot of these uh, puppets on TV, you know, scream from the yep. rooftops and everything else. I also think it's, you know, and it's maybe not the uh, path we want to go down with this topic, but all these cities um, that have these gun banning laws seem to be the ones with the highest amount of crime. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Shocker. You know? mm-hmm. And then the cities that have the most relaxed gun laws, they're the ones that are usually a little bit cleaner, a little bit nicer. Yeah. Um, crime's not such an issue. Yeah. Well, criminals are opportunists, <laughs> and that's that's a fact. Yeah. You know, and when the opportunity is more ripe, that's mm-hmm. when they decide to do crimes. Of course. When they know in the back of their mind that, oh, shoot, we have a potentially armed population here. Mm-hmm. That didn't have to bunch jump through a bunch of hoops. Yeah, I have more risk at going and robbing this place because someone might stop me. And I, I think there's a, there's like a wild stat out there, like it's somewhere around a hundred percent of all mass shootings are done in gun free zones. And then people say, "Oh, what about Texas? Don't forget about Texas." Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That was done on the university, and that was a gun free zone. Mm-hmm. That guy knew exactly what he was doing. Like you said, he was just being an opportunist, being a coward. Yep. And. He didn't get stopped until somebody, a good guy with a gun, stopped him. Like, right. like Pierre, uh, the former uh, spokesman, uh, chairman, whatever, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Uh, the gun gun right law. NRA. Yeah. The NRA, NRA said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So yep. how did this get started, I guess? Has this been like years in the works or, you know what I mean, for them to pass this? Well, this senator, Tom Brewer, that proposed it, he's a good old boy. And I, okay. I actually interviewed him for my hunting and fishing show. He's from oh, out sweet. west. Uh, he's, a, he's a veteran, the whole nine yards. Okay. So he's, he's the type of guy that you actually won in that position. And I think he's so always... He's pushing it. Yeah, I think he's always been wanting to push a, a bill like this. Um, and now that uh, uh, Governor Jim Pillen was brought into office, um, you know, and, and he comes from a long line of hardcore Republicans mm-hmm. that are for this type of stuff. Yeah. Typically, um, it was a good opportunity to do that. And just the climate, like Ben was talking about, how a lot of other states are starting to do this. And it, it's being driven by the people, people that want to be able to protect themselves because 
let's face it, they're afraid and things have gotten out of control in some of our beautiful cities. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, yeah. it's not right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. And like you said, I mean, people don't want to be told how they can and cannot protect themselves, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and it's also, like I mentioned, we've always had open carry, mm-hmm. but that puts everybody in kind of a weird spot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if let's say I did get busted for carry conceal, I could just take my shirt off or whatever, mm-hmm. put my shirt over top of under it and all right, now I'm fine. Okay, see you later. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just so yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> I just keep thinking about why do I think that that is, why am I comfortable with that? Well, I mean. Maybe it's because your dad always had yeah, his, his gun on him, being officer. a cop and like, Could I don't really been. know. Yeah. Or like I see you have it or I'm, I don't know. You grew up in an environment where you weren't afraid of firearms. And that's no. a, that's that's really good. Right, but I mean. Growing up, though, my dad didn't really ever have it, or you mm-hmm. know, we've talked about this before. We didn't ever go hunting, or he had yeah. one. Well, you're hunting adult. Gun, what, but, I guess you're but adult, adult life. life. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's. I mean, since we've been together forever, and yeah, yeah, well, that's and true. And your mind goes to straight when you see a gun, you think, "All right, I'm now I'm better protected." That's another yes, good guy with a gun. Instead of feeling intimidated, exactly. But other people feel that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh... Do we think any more states are going to jump on this and be I'm sure. 28, 29? Yeah. We're not ever going to get all 50. There's no way. But Well, no. Yeah, there's plenty okay. that, will, that won't go down that road. But um, currently, based on the numbers, I haven't, I haven't done this research myself, but I've seen it. Um, but based on my buddy who digs into a bunch of this, the downside is the Nebraska concealed carry permit – gives you more states that you're mm. allowed to carry in. There we go. That's what I was like. Than the uh permitless carry. I wondered law. if it was gonna be even, mm-hmm. like if you compared the two. Okay. So that's currently, but I mean everything everything has to change in one way or another. Mm-hmm. You know, like there it's that it goes back to that old thing that I've always said, like things things will get worse before they get better. So if you don't want to go and take a class you just want permitless carry. It's going to get worse. You're, there's going to be less places you can take it. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of states working on that, and eventually that's going to catch up, most likely. Yeah. So you think they're going to just completely go away with the carry? What do you mean? Like the class, I'm sorry. Well, no. as, of, eventually. As, of, as of right now, the class is still available. Right. Yeah. But... And in states like Nebraska, if you want to have the legal carrying capability in some of these states that don't have a permitless carry mm-hmm. and they recognize Nebraska, then still go take the class. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Do you and, think then you eventually that, and then you get that permit. It'll go away. Like it, it might, it might, it depends on how many states adopt it. I think, you and, know, and I think everyone agrees. It's a very good idea to take the class. I, I mean, and honestly, I, th- I learned a lot. Yeah. And I think this, uh, um, freedom to have it. I think it's going to work in a way where it inspires more people to take the class because mm-hmm. They're going to carry conceal that first time, and they're going to think to themselves, I re- well, what if I did get put in a position? I want to know what to do. I want to know how to handle it. I think it's I think it's all positive. I think it's very good, and there's, there might be a, a, a flub up or a, a something bad happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I was watching an old Western movie with my brother-in-law years ago, and this guy disagreed with that guy, right? And it's a movie, so they got up and shot at each other, and one bad guy died, and good guy's like, see, you told him he should have showed up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if that was the scenario in today's, yeah, you'd have a little blow up like that every now and then. But 
<laughs> typically you wouldn't because manners are better yeah. when your own life is in the balance here. Right. You know, like think of how gross some of these fans are at games. Like what if what if he knew that the the kid's father that he was yelling about was just sitting there with the gun thinking, you know, that's not cool to say that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're being a little drunk, you're being a little obnoxious, and he ultimately has the ultimate authority, right? Like, if you want to say something so bad, I might pull on you. You Like, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. You don't know how unstable I am. <laughs> you know? Right, right. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. saying I'm just, that's an extreme, you know, and I don't want people to shoot each other. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But that's going to cross your mind. You're going to act a little bit more on the up and up. For sure. Uh, when, yeah. when, when just the thought that, oh, man, that guy might be carrying. And I, yeah. think, I think here's something to think about. You know, people, the biggest fear of this is, oh, now a bunch of criminals are going to start illegally concealing guns, you know, mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. They were doing it before. Yeah, it doesn't change. Yeah, and and here's the thing to think about. If you, so you're implying that if a, if a criminal is going to carry a gun around concealed, you're implying that you think that they're going to commit a crime with it, right? Mm-hmm. So if they've already made the decision that they're going to commit that crime mm-hmm. in the end, then why would they be worried about committing the crime of carrying it before it was legal? Yeah, that's the they're weird not, They're not yeah. worried. They're not going to be worried about crime number one when yeah. they're when they're also not worried about crime number two. Exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't even make any sense. It's you, not logic. You can't even get to step number two. With yeah. me. And that's what I was yeah. talking about yeah. that Babylon B skit. You know, yeah. like yeah. where the the criminals like, oh man, I'm going to have to go take a class. Hundred like, percent. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I mean, is there a chance that more people are going to be walking around concealing guns? Yeah, there is. And that's great. That's a good thing overall. Yeah, it's not. It's it really not is. that bad. Yeah, uh, but it's also a reason for everybody to understand. Get get trained up. Get mm-hmm. out. Get involved. There's plenty of organizations around here. Sure, that you can go join, or you can just go take classes at, or you can go yeah. learn from. Um, that well, yeah. There's speaking a place of that. right down the street that's offering more classes, and I think they're even offering like a free beginners class. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. Just to start that process. That yeah. when I was talking about the class learning a lot, I do think it was more learning, um, not really hands on. There wasn't mm-hmm. a ton of hands on. I wish again it was maybe a yeah. little bit more for someone that's newer to it. But again, yeah. there there's not that much time. The so thing, like they say, you have to do more of it. They only can teach you the basics. Um, but it was yeah. The so, thing a gun is a gun is like in a way like driving a car, like getting a driver's license. You you learn how to drive, you go through driver's ed, whatever, but every single car that you get in operates differently. Mm-hmm. The controls are in a different spot. The pedal feels different. The brakes operate differently. The car's yeah. bigger or smaller. That's a good comparison. The, blink, the blinkers the are in different spots, yeah. you know, whatever. Just because you know how to drive, in air quotes, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you can go operate this car or that car, or mm-hmm. do a good job in a crazy scenario where yeah. someone's coming at you 100 miles an hour head on and you have to figure out how to do a last second maneuver. Yeah. You still have to train for all that kind of stuff. And yeah. guns are the same way. Every gun is different. Every single one operates completely different. You're, you're totally wrong here, Ben. A, gun, <laughs> uh, a gun's way, way safer than a car. 
I mean, I, I, mean I can... I'm sure if we're talking about safeness, <laughs> well, but just as far as the numbers go, yeah. But just yeah. operating but, it, it does that to me. That's a good comparison. Also, the responsibility but... that I think we just brush over, man. When, yeah. when you get in a car and mm-hmm. you don't even have to have passengers, the people, other people on the road, you're responsible for their safety, mm-hmm. uh, your safety, the people in your car, in your truck, whatever. Like. Uh, and we just like kind of brush that over and there's so many deaths and this and that every year from negligent driving, dis- mm-hmm. distracted mm-hmm. driving, all this stuff, drunk driving. And we just kind of brush that off. But when it comes to guns yeah. or drugs, yeah. <laughs> then then our hair stands up and now we're screaming at each other. Yeah. So that's a great comparison. But I look at it more like the responsibility factor. Mm-hmm. When you get behind the wheel, mm-hmm. you are responsible for other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And a gun, you can – even if you are carrying – you don't need to take that step. You can just crawl under a desk or run away if something does happen. Absolutely. You know, so there's, to me, there's more responsibility to driving than carry conceal. I, yeah. I, I don't yeah. disagree with that. Yeah, and, I agree. And, the, you know, the point is, is like you get, let's say you get in your buddy's car for the first time mm-hmm. that you've never drove. You got to set the mirrors. You got to understand where all the controls are. Check the tire pressure. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever, right? <laughs> you got to get all the feel for how this thing's going to operate. Otherwise, you're yeah. going to kill somebody, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. It... And and that, that's that's how it is with guns, and it shouldn't be a whole lot different in mm-hmm. my mind. I mean, as far as the responsibility, like you said, yeah, yeah. the responsibility of understanding how this thing operates, yeah. what my what where is my where does my responsibility come in this mm-hmm. thing? Now, this this LB-77, that's the thing I like most about it is it's putting responsibility back on the public, mm-hmm. back to the people. And that's where it should always be anyway. And like I said, I think it's going to inspire more people to take these gun safety classes, inspire more people to carry, make fe- people not as alarmed, you know, mm-hmm. when they do see a gun. Like, yeah. They don't go straight to, oh, my God, he's going to shoot at the place. Right. Yeah. right. Not have that feeling. Um, and I also hope it goes a step further and it gets some of these lawmakers and our Governors, whoever, uh, senators that think, all right, well, we got rid of that one goofy law and we gave people responsibility and it turned out to be a good thing across the board. Maybe we should get rid of some of these other stupid laws uh, that we shuffled in, you know, in previous years. Mm -hmm. You know, I I hope it goes is that far. Yeah, you like know. it snowballs that way. Mm-hmm. What does LB77 stand for? Do they is that like an abbreviation for or do they just give letters and numbers to stupid laws? Well, Not stupid laws to those just you know what I mean? It's a legislative bill oh, 77. Oh, so okay. The, I thought maybe it was like I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and this is the first major one that our new governor has uh, signed in and passed. Okay. And so when is this in Nebraska? September it's like mid-September. Yeah. 10, okay, there's 10, an exact 15, date. I gotcha. Right. Passed on April 19th, 33 to 14 vote, which that, oh. that's, that's even kind of surprising to me that there's 14. Against it. I feel like that's just virtue signaling and that kind of mm-hmm. burns me up and I'd mm-hmm. like to know who those 14 are. <laughs> yeah. Probably I'm sure my it's, boss. It's all, <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure it's out there, it's right? All, yeah, yeah, it is. And, and it's all been passed and, and for whatever reason after it passes, it takes three, four, five, six months before it's actually going. a law and all yeah. that kind of yep. stuff. But yeah, I mean, that's so the deal, all in so. all, you guys are in favor. Yep. I'm in favor. Okay. Yeah. I, and I think the, I think the main, the main point of this is to let, uh, Nebraskans and other folks around the country who are listening mm-hmm. in on, here's the stuff that's happening. You still have a responsibility. If you haven't seen it already, it might be coming your way. Mm-hmm. Take responsibility, do what's right. Yeah. Learn the process. If you want to carry a weapon, you are free to, but take the responsibility seriously. Right. Exactly. Bottom line. Yeah. Bottom line. 
Yeah. And even if you don't take the, the quote-unquote class, go out with some buddies, go out with some friends. Yep. Find some people uh, to teach you. That, and, that's at, all. And as we've talked about before, we talk about these topics. We're, we're not experts on these topics, Mm-mm. but we are gun folks. Mm-hmm. We, we have had guns our whole lives. Yeah. We carry guns every day. We hunt every year. We do all the things. If people have any questions or want to know, shoot us a message. Yeah. Get a hold of us. Uh, we'll be happy to share any information that we have with you. Yeah. And if you're if you're in the area and you want to come out and you want to shoot. Yeah, let's throw some rocks. Let's go. Some man. blue rock. Yeah. That's always that's a great way. I'll show you everything. That's a good I know. idea. Yeah. I've got I've got about every style of gun that you could get exposed to or that you might want to mm-hmm. consider carry or you might want to consider to hunt with, and I'm happy to show it to anybody. See, and I'm more mainstream. I'm very. You talk about common folk. I'm very common. I got okay. the com- so most, he's not. I got the most common deer <laughs> rifle, the most common shotgun, and the most common handgun. Period. Okay. Well, there, there you well, go. There you I mean, go. And, th- and that's what people need to get exposed to first. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Let us know. Um, well, and with that being said, we always talk about leave us some reviews, right? Yeah. Like, if right. You have so any. yeah. So the reviews hit. Um, Apple, the Apple Podcast, the mm-hmm. Spotify, you know yeah. those those particular apps. Leave us reviews. Um, again, as always, if you get in there and you do that, if you do a review, if you do a, you know, a five star, you put in actually a note, send us a message. Ben mm-hmm. at farmfocusedfocused dot com. Let us know you did it. We'll send you a free hat. We'll send you a free T shirt. Um, the podcast needs those reviews and those clicks right. to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're Man, we got to be coming up on almost a couple of years into this thing now. Yeah. Um, pretty impressive. I mean, for, I think we're right around 40,000 downloads. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You yeah. know, and we really don't advertise much or do any of that stuff. Yeah, we and we're not yeah. on YouTube yet or it's, anything it, really. It's all grassroots. Yeah. Um, it, and there's a lot of episodes. There's a there's a big bank mm-hmm. of stuff to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of good stuff like this, amongst other things. So check it out. Do that. Do the reviews. We're happy to send you stuff. Um we appreciate it, as as always, uh, folks taking the time to listen in. So yeah. we hear from a lot of folks just out in general, like, oh, man, I listened to your podcast. I dug that. <laughs> it is fun. It's so much fun to hear you guys talk about this or that, yep. and it, it is neat. So, And that's all we're trying to do. It's all common folk stuff, man. Yep. Yeah. So. I like bringing guests on, too. So like yep. if, if uh, I know with other podcasts, fans will be like, well, you need to get this guy on. You need to get that gal on. Mm-hmm. Send them our way. Give us those recommendations. Yeah. We'd 100%. love to bring them Tell on us you. who you want on yeah. or Yeah, I thought Christina us. was fantastic. Like, yeah. I've, I've, started, so good. I've started listening to the health podcast now. And Have you? Now I'm like oh, treating shoot. my tap water and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's getting all healthy over here. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, and we're, I mean, we're open to, to anybody and everybody. I mean, again, the common folk stuff is just what people deal with every single day. Yep. Um, we're not above it, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and we're not afraid to ask some of the tough questions as well. So if any of that stuff comes up, I mean, yeah, that's the road we'll go down. But no, I mean, this is this is very timely. Uh, it's a good idea for a topic, Andy. So yeah. um, agree. Thanks, you know, hopefully, Andy. hopefully, mm-hmm. folks are a little more educated. Yeah, and uh, and hopefully they take it seriously. I think so. Give the responsibility back to the people. That's where I'm at. That's right, man. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, cool. Well, anything else? That's it. I think we're good. All right, let's close it All out right. then. Peace. We'll see you later.